welcome to High Tea, honey. We're your hosts, Nika and Shantae. We are here to share our personal experiences and revelations to support the everyday person and seeing themselves fully and being empowered on their journey to self-discovery. Hey, 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 y'all. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Hi tea, honey. Hi tea, honey. Oh man! Wow, we're here again. Here we are, Shante, Nika. Hey boo. Hey girl. How you doing? I am good. I had me a little nap earlier. I feel revitalized. That's lovely. You know how important my naps are to me. Yes, I do, <laughs> and I know how you are if you miss one Ooh. or a few unstable so i'm happy that you were able to take a nap and feel revitalized yes i feel rejuvenated reach hard those are nice words yeah how you feeling i feel good i feel a bit tired today my energy is definitely lower than it has been but i mean i'm all right with it i'm cool I'm here. <laughs> okay, I'm here. I'm happy that you're here with me, babe. I'm happy to be here with you, man. Mm. I cherish all of our time together. Hey, stop it. Okay, let's not get too off topic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, by the time y'all see this episode, it is Mother's Day today. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Wow. Mother's Day. I have a lot of thoughts about Mother's Day, but, you know, I'm sure we'll get into some of that (laughs) in a few moments. But we first want to say happy Mother's Day to all of the mothers out there. If you are a mother at any type of capacity, happy Mother's Day to you, Mama. Yes. Moms are very much needed in this world. Yes. Made a real We're, foundation. Yeah. It's the mother is the beginning. So you heard that. The beginning. Mad respect to motherhood as a whole. Yes. So on our last episode, we did discuss moving from force to ease. And we had a lot of great questions that we answered and then we left a few good old little tips for y'all so if y'all haven't had the opportunity to listen to that episode or watch that episode please go back and follow up with that and get your little nuggets and get our perspective on what it's like moving from force to ease yeah it's a good episode yeah check that out yes do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, do that. <laughs> All right, y'all. So you know what it's time for. To segue into our favorite corner of our show is called The Sip. The Sip. Sip, sip, sipping. What are you sipping on, my dear Nika? Well, today I am sipping on water. Okay. Water is life. Okay. Some good old distilled water today because we ran out of spring water (laughs) yeah i'm drinking the same some distilled water not really built for the tap no offense to anyone who is it's no judgment i just know what i like and i know my body prefers spring water first 
distilled water second. <laughs> I just I can't drink tap. I can't do it. I also cannot drink purified. And that's not even coming from like a bougie entitled perspective. Like I really do notice a difference in my body, like physically. Um my thirst feels quenched mm-hmm. when I drink spring water or distilled water versus tap water. I tend to still feel very thirsty. It's just it's not the same. It's not as refreshing to me at all. And then we we are weird, y'all. <laughs> we drink room temperature water. I, That's not that weird. I mean, I know some people do prefer like, you know, having an ice cold bottle of water. <laughs> um, occasionally I might want some ice water with lime, but like if I'm at home, just room temperature is fine. Room temperature me every day, all day. <laughs> I love room temperature water. It's the best. So what else you sipping on? You sipping on anything else this week? I was about to ask you the same thing. Um, I'm sipping on, I'm still working through the Louise Hay audiobook. Mm-hmm. You can heal your life. Um, I'm still into it. Still digging it. Um, you know, as I get through more, I probably have something to share about it. But I do think that, um, it's a lot of thoughtful things in there to consider that I think will be helpful for me. So I'm mm-hmm. excited to continue um, working through that. And the song that I'm sipping on, it actually has me very excited. So <laughs> I know <laughs> I love music. Um, I hear in music. I speak through music. So I don't know. I just get excited by certain things. And I was excited by this song that just dropped recently. Um, Theo. His name isn't Crocker. I think it's Croker. Mm. Um, And Jill Scott. And the song is called To Be We. And oh my gosh. It's one of those like, let me put this on repeat type songs. Because I just feel so many things when I hear it. And I think part of the reason why I'm like so into it is because I'm still trying to figure out what it means to me. Mm. And I know like eventually I'll get there, but for now I'm just really, really enjoying listening to that song. So that's what I'm sipping on. How about you, my dear? So yeah, yeah. I need to listen to that because I haven't heard that song. So I need you to play that from your girl. Oh, I got you. So I could be in bliss with you on that one. Um, as far as books go, and I'm what I'm sipping on, I'm still listening to Tabitha Brown's book. It's an audio book. Um, and I'm still diving into my numerology. Um, today, I've been seeing ones, twos, threes, and fours. Even before we came down here, I saw 444. Spoke to my heart. I know what the number four is, the vibrations of it is from a what we would consider a positive and a negative space. And then I did like a little brief check-in to check my energy to see where I myself was vibrating from to see which side of the pole I was vibrating from. And I'm proud to say I was vibrating from the high side. All right, high side. <laughs> I was vibrating from the positive side of the vibration of the number four and that felt so good to me 
It felt really, really good to me. So, yeah, I've been seeing my ones, twos, threes, and fours all day. I saw them yesterday, too, but then my angels are speaking to me. The energy is speaking to me, and I am committed to listening. Okay. So, yeah, I'm doing, like, a little brief chat, chat, uh, what would you call it? A brief um, checking of myself as I see those numbers and checking where I am and where I'm vibrating at and, you know. So that's been good. And music. I'm also a music lover. I love music. I, I really believe that I can sing. I really, you really can. do. You know. I can't carry a tune, though. I, I really, really you, you can. You do your thing every um, now and then. I really been listening to, like, a lot of 90s music the past couple of days. Um at work, we've been listening to Tony Braxton Radio on Panzara. So it's been giving a lot of Tony Braxton. Who oh, do you think I am? Hey, don't you know that he was my man? Let me find out. We finna start singing on this podcast. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we've been listening to a lot of Tony and a lot of Brandy and Monica and some little mixes of Jasmine Sullivan has been in there. So I've been listening to a mixture of my good old R&B sisters lately. And y'all, <laughs> one more little tidbit. This is a little sip for y'all. If y'all didn't know that next week on May 13th, my boo, Kendrick, will be <laughs> dropping his album. So y'all better get ready for the fire. Get ready for the fire. Get ready for the fire. I'm so excited. Like, I just feel, ugh, I just feel the passion all through my body. Been waiting a long time for my baby daddy to drop. He's been in a little bit of a court battle. Oh, really? Yeah. But he, my, my man free now. Oh, now he free. Okay. He free, and that album is coming. All right. And I'm ready. I'm going to be blasting that mug all through the house. Y'all going to prepare to be sick of me. Mm. Prepare to be sick. No, I never want to be sick of you. So I'm not preparing for that. Y'all can do that if y'all want to. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm excited because this album is coming out. So that's what I'll be blasting all next week. And that is definitely something that's going to be in heavy rotation. Nice. You ready to move on? Let's move on, girl. All right. So today we are talking about the parenthood. The parenthood. What it's like to be moms. Last episode, we let y'all know that we are married to each other. Mm-hmm. This episode, we're going to talk a little bit about what it's like for us to be moms to our daughter we have a daughter a teenage daughter a new teenager yeah yes may the shift begin (laughs) the parenthood the parenthood so how do you like the parenthood honestly y'all i really don't know what my life would be without it your girl been trucking through this bad boy for Quite some time now. (laughs) And I really try to imagine what my life would be without it, and I can't see it. 
it but it's definitely been a journey and it's definitely been a a good rewarding journey that's nice very nice all right so what is motherhood Hmm, when I first think about what is motherhood, I think sacrifice. Mm. A sacrifice. But I think that from a low vibrational space. But as I evolved through motherhood, I realized that sacrifice actually can mean a few different things. So now I can see sacrifice from an elevated perspective. What is motherhood for you? I mean, I think motherhood is ultimately about creating and nurturing. Um, I know when a lot of people think about motherhood, they think about the person that biologically got them here like in this physical realm, but, you know, my understanding of motherhood, it includes a lot of different things. So definitely, you know, the person that carried you and nurtured you in their womb, Mm -hmm. you know, is a mother. Um, I think anybody that has ever nurtured you or cared for you um with love with patience with uncertainty you know like I don't know what I'm doing but I know I love this person and I want to see them do well yeah I'm gonna figure this shit out that's that's mom energy Mm -hmm. um you know it's I think a type of motherhood that I feel like it's somewhat overlooked is the mothering we do for ourselves, Mm. Mm. Um, which is so significant. And I think we need to talk more about that. I'll share more thoughts on that later. Um, But it's really, I think the people that, that show up for you Mm -hmm. and like those loving and nurturing ways and sometimes it is like a physical biological you came out of my body connection and sometimes you know it's a connection that's built from love and trust and relationship yeah I like that that's good that's a very very high and expanded way of thinking about motherhood Need to add that into my roll of dicks. <laughs> so we are going to give you guys the definition of motherhood. Go ahead, babe. Tell them what motherhood means. Where'd you get this definition from? The internet. <laughs> oh, okay. Not, you don't have your source. Uh, uh, I think it was Webster's. Okay. It was right at the top of the Google search. <laughs> so according to this um the definition of motherhood is the state of being a mother maternity Mm -hmm. so i mean that's kind of vague honestly like i think 
That's the Webster's Dictionary, though. Yeah, that's why I was asking you where you got it from. So I'm like, yeah. You know they get very basic. You gotta live that shit out to get the real definition. Well, let's talk about that some more, because, you know. Yeah, but that's like the Webster's Dictionary version of what motherhood is. Would you add anything to that? Mm. Or is there anything that you want to share about motherhood for you or from your perspective mm. again I would say motherhood is sacrifice I will also add that motherhood is a constant commitment I will also add that it is unconditional love being a mother you love something beyond you like oh lord I can't even explain it when you think about motherhood like it's it's this it's this deep vibrating love for something I guess that could make it maternal Mm mm-hmm So what are you most proud of in your motherhood journey? Or before we get into that, is there anything you want to say about like how what how you identify as a mom? Like why why how are you a mother and what way are you a mother? Mm, I would say just on a very basic level, I'm a mother because I gave life to a child. But I also believe that I am a mother because I am committed to investing my all, my guidance, my my life experiences into growing and developing a child into a a balanced, loving, expanded human being, more expanded than I was. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm going to ditto the second part of what you said. You know, I have not physically given life to a human, um, but I do breathe life mm-hmm. into a human every day. Mm-hmm. And I do, you know, show up for a littler human than me and, you know, try my best to help raise this person to like really enjoy life, like create a life Mm -hmm. that, you know, they love. (laughs) And she's been doing such a great job. She's a bonus mom. I am a bonus mom. And, you know, I think bonus is the best word because, you know, you buy something from the store and they'd be like, oh, like that's a bonus. And you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay. You know, I was going to get this thing anyway. And now I got something a little extra. So, yeah. Yeah. It does feel like a bonus. And she is definitely a bonus <laughs> in our life. That little cherry on top, that is she. <laughs> All right. So what are you most proud of in your motherhood journey? Mm, I am most proud of 
the fact that I was able to stick it out. And the reason why I can say that is because from my own personal experience, I am what you would call a communal baby. I was raised by a lot of different mothers, and I have a lot of different mothers who invested in me on top of my biological mom being there. And when my mother had to step out of the picture, you know, that kind of, for a moment, warped, you know, my ideas around what it meant to be a mother and um it kind of made me a little fearful of being a mother because I believed that I would be the same way and I would do the same thing um and when I conceived my baby girl um I was very afraid that I was not going to be able to commit to being in her life every single day and in every single way to give her exactly what she needed for her to, you know, grow and evolve into the phenomenal person that she has evolved into thus far. Um, So I'm really proud of my commitment to stay and to show up and be involved in shit I would say overly dedicated (laughs) to being a good mother and be a proud mother that's what I'm most proud of on my mothering journey is that I was able to commit fully to this calling of being a mother because it's a it's a high calling to be a mother and be there every single day nurturing that baby who is looking up at you relying on you So what has been your proudest moment of being on this motherhood journey? Um, I would say that I feel really proud of my flexibility um, and my ability to be open and just learn as I go. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, just as much as our little one is changing, I'm changing too. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've changed a lot since becoming family with the two of you. Um, so I think that the openness and the flexibility is really helpful, you know, because I'm able to parent and nurture based off where I am, but also based on where she is too. Um, and I think that, you know, the openness and the flexibility, um, are really helping me just get like a better handle on like what it means to be a parent to somebody. Yeah. Um, so I feel very proud about my ability to do that and, you know, kind of similar to you, like my ability to, um, you know, commit to this so wholeheartedly. Um, I feel very proud of that. Okay. Okay. Proud. I'm proud of you. Cause you really have. 
been out here committed <laughs> to being a mother to our baby and uh, raising her and making sure she's a well-rounded human being. Yeah. And I thank you for that. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that. That's very sweet. What was the best advice on motherhood you've ever received? Hmm. So many things. <laughs> I would say I kind of can see this from two perspectives, right? So the first perspective would be advice that we receive verbally, right? So the best advice I received from a verbal perspective came from my TT Yarlin. <laughs> and basically what happened was this was in time in Sine's life where hmm. Who is Sine? Sine is our daughter. Okay. We didn't say the name up until then. I didn't want people to be confused. Sine is our daughter's name. Um <sighs> This was a time in Sine's life where she wanted to just dress real crazy. <laughs> And she really wasn't dressing crazy. She was just truly expressing herself. But I was a little more narrow-minded back then. And the way that you present and the way that you show up, you know, based on how we grew up, it's like you going to look like somebody. <laughs> That's what our mamas used to say to us. Don't be, nah, I, what, what is that? So Sine, she's always just been very expressive in her outfit choices and her style and her fashion and one day she wanted to wear these sparkly shoes and it was just really aggravating me and I was like Sine please go take these shoes off and I was in the kitchen and my TT Arlen came in the kitchen and she was like what's wrong with Sine and I was like she mad because I told her to take the shoes off but I'm not letting her wear those shoes and she was like, you know what, baby girl, you do not want to waste your good years arguing with your child about something they want to do that feels good to them. If she want to wear those sparkly shoes and it make her look good and it make her feel good, let her wear the damn shoes. <laughs> and that has always stuck with me even up until now and Sine has been through many phases of her outfit expressions <laughs> <laughs> and when I find myself about to say something my auntie voice rang very very high in my mind with that advice so yeah that is the verbal advice that I hold very highly and then I guess I would say the other advice is through visual, right? Because we mostly learn by watching people do what they do. And watching some of the ways that my parents parented in the way that my mom was a mother and my grandmother was a mother and my aunts were mothers to their children and to me because I was their child because they assisted in the evolution of who I've become. Um, I've kind of picked little things to implement into how I mother today and then I've kind of removed some things, <laughs> scratched scratched out 
<laughs> some of those things as well. But watching people before me operate in the ways that they operated through motherhood has also kind of shaped how I mother Sine. And that was the advice that I took by act, through action, watching them act in their motherhood. You got some advice about motherhood? Um, I mean, I don't recall ever receiving any explicit advice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think part of that might just be because of how I came into motherhood. Mm-hmm. I think the majority of the mothers that I know, you know, have like physically carried and birthed and nurtured their kids inside of their children, inside of their bodies. Um, I don't personally know too many bonus moms. Mm -hmm. Um, So I know a lot of times it's easier for people to speak from their own experience and their own perspective. Um, So I don't know. I don't recall ever receiving like any explicit um, advice about being a mom, especially not a bonus mom, because I do think that that is, you know, a unique form of motherhood. It is. Um, So a lot of what I have learned is kind of similar to you. The second thing that you said, like just experiencing people around me. um, A lot of it is, intuition Mm -hmm. like I'm a very intuitive person so a lot of times I can like feel my way through things Mm -hmm. um but I guess that's kind of the advice um for me like I think that parenting is probably parenting motherhood they are probably done best when they are customized Mm -hmm. um so like yeah you know you can read books and you can talk to people and there is a lot of wealth and a lot of knowledge and information that can come from that and I think the way that those things are best applied is when you take into account who you are as the mother figure but also who the kid is who the child is Mm -hmm. like what do they have going on what are their needs what are their specific quirks like and you know just being very accommodating to that yeah um because you know it's really easy to look to others for validation like oh well my child started walking at this age or Mm -hmm. well my kid was in the third grade they did x y and z and you know sometimes that is helpful um, you know, to hear other people's stories and perspectives and their tips. Yeah, it is. Um, and I would just say when you take that in, keep in mind that it worked in that way in particular for that parent and their child yeah. and that you probably will have to make some adjustments. Yeah, based on Dealing who with you, you are and, and where your kid is. Hell yeah, you really do. Yeah parenting really is customized <laughs> yeah but they say ain't no book on parenting or ain't no book on motherhood because it really ain't yeah i mean i think the point is like 
you become the book or like your relationship becomes the book as mm-hmm. you go through it. Um, and even for people who have more than one child, you know, what works with one child won't work with the other child. Yeah. And I know people say stuff all the time like, oh, how can somebody be in the race raised in the same house and be so different? Because they're different people. They are different spirits. They need different here things. to do different things. So, yeah, I think, you know, in my own way, that's the best advice I received. Like, let's customize this. Yeah. As you can see, we have a customized family structure. (laughs) (laughs) So um, what did your parents teach you about parenting? Um. My parents taught me how to be there, how to be there. And this is no shade to my parents, (laughs) but they wasn't there. They weren't there. And so by them not being there, um, it showed me how to be there. And that's what I learned. And actually... You know, here in my latter years, my parents are here. They both are here. And they both are, you know, committed, you know, to being a part of my life and being a part of my daughter's life, which I'm so grateful for. It it literally, it melts my heart, truly, you know. But in the beginning, you know, because, you know, they weren't around and they wasn't available, um, it kind of sparked like a shit I don't know like a fury in me (laughs) to be be there and be a part and show up and commit and be dedicated and that is I would say that's the gift of what my parents really taught me like that in the beginning it could could feel like uh, a deficit or negative or it can make you angry, but that that was a beautiful gift and a beautiful lesson that I learned from my parents. It's on how to be committed and to how to show up and how to be there, like literally be there and be present, like be in the now with this little person while you got them. What about you, girl? What about you? Um... I think my parents just taught me a lot about love. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter what, the love always was like the most prominent thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's interesting, like, <laughs> being asked this question, like, now um, and, like, where I am now and just how I'm understanding life to be, relationships to be, my relationships with my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really do understand, like, how valuable their love is. Mm-hmm. Um because, 
you know, sometimes maybe they didn't say things in a way that I would have wanted them to say things. Right. Or maybe they didn't do things the way that I, at however old I was, what the fuck did I know? <laughs> you know, trying to criticize these people. <laughs> like, girl, sit the fuck down. <laughs> Um, but you know, like I gotta honor who I was at that time. Yeah. And you know, even in the midst of like me not liking what they would do sometimes or not liking how things we- went, you know, the love was always there and it w- it truly was and is unconditional. Uh and I think That's what I learned, like just how to love somebody mm-hmm. and, you know, through my own kind of life learning and lessons and understandings, mm-hmm. you know, I have made some tweaks to that. Um, I actually want to go back to something you said um, when we opened the episode about sacrifice, mm-hmm. you know, my mom sacrificed so much you know Mm -hmm. for me and my brother Mm -hmm. and I think the way that I experienced motherhood and the way that I experienced sacrifice is a lot different Mm -hmm. um probably than what you're talking about and like you know the way that I witnessed my mom sacrifice Mm -hmm. um because I think what I learned by watching my mom and then like being around other mothers or other parents is that I come last, you know, like my kids come first. Mm -hmm. I do everything for my children. I do everything for other people around me. And then like, if maybe there's enough at the end then I can get something. Yeah. Like if I still got a little bit of water in my reservoir, how I take them final last little drops if there's anything. Yeah. And I I understand that instinct and I understand and appreciate the love in that. Thank you, mommy. Um, but for me right now, I know that's not how I want to be. Yeah. As a mom or as a mother. Because I don't want to show Sine. That it's all right for her to come last. Right. I don't want to show Sine that she got to give all of her to someone or to something else. And then maybe if there's time in a few years, it could come back around to her. And she only getting a little morsels. (laughs) I want her to see, you know, me, but more specifically us, you know, be well Mm -hmm. and like you know, enjoy the process. Like, I don't want, one, I don't want her to, uh, you know, just, like, witness us in that space of, like, I want her to experience us having healthy relationships with ourselves, Mm -hmm. with each other, and with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think 
And the reason why I'm like kind of talking through this kind of slowly is because I want to be clear because I'm not knocking anybody for like putting their child first. That's not what I'm saying. Like mad respect. And also like it's an instinct. And it's a time and a place for that too. Yeah. You know, like absolute. I'm not saying like, you know, just leave the kids to their own device. I'm not talking about (laughs) that. But I do think that a lot of moms take that responsibility sometimes to an extreme i am that mom okay (laughs) thank you because i'm and it's not a bad thing because Mm -hmm. you know it's a very genuine and sincere instinct Mm -hmm. and like we do want our kids to have the best we do you know want them to know that they are loved and supported and that they can come to us so yes have all of that, but also, I guess basically what I'm saying is take care of yourself. Figure out how to take care of yourself in that too without feeling guilty about it. And feeling just so depleted at the end. Like, you know, raised this human being up and they done flew the coop and you left with all these health problems and shit. Bad back because you carrying that guilt weight on your back, you know. People got to understand that, you know, a lot of the reasons why we are broken down, you know, as mothers, mentally, spiritually, emotion, emotionally, that out that latter that later leads to physically is because of the emotional um, bondage we're in. And it starts to it, it wears on you. And that's, I feel like that's another reason why a lot of people don't know who they are after their children fly the coop. Yeah. A lot of moms go through identity crisis, you know, after they after their children become of age because they've invested so much of themselves into their children, that sacrifice, and they forgot, you know, to pour into them in the mix. So we definitely are not downing mothers you know for being that because i'm actually still in the learning phase of that i'm not i would say i'm kind of more like in the in the middle of the book on that particular thing but in the beginning i was very much like that like it's all about my baby it's all about my baby it's all about my baby and that at the end of the night when i lay down whoa child whoa out whoa out with nothing to give myself so i definitely hear you and i definitely i love that you are sharing it from that perspective and you really are opening that up so that way mothers who will watch this episode can see that from an expanded perspective and some people still might feel some type of way about it yeah and it might put a little dagger in your heart but you know this is just what we've been learning and what we've been practicing and we have been able to see how it has allowed motherhood to be more fruitful for our child and for us. Yeah. Cause I know like, um, the perspective that I present can be kind of difficult and mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. And, you know, I'm sure some people may be thinking, well, like you didn't carry that child. Like you didn't give birth to her. Um, you know, you came into her life later on. But some of which you just explained about like going all in and putting all of the energy. Like I feel like that was my initial experience, mm-hmm. um, you know, with being a bonus mom. Like and I think in some ways, maybe it was a little bit more extreme 
mm-hmm. than what you were doing because I think the difference is, um, you know, you and Sine are bonded in a way that compares to nothing. Like she, I have nothing, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> You know, she grew inside of you. Like, you've Mm -hmm. literally been with her since since before there was a her, you know? (laughs) Since conception. And before then, girl, she was a little egg. That you carried around. Right. So, and then, you know, there's a a level of loyalty Mm -hmm. that's there. There's a level of commitment on both sides. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, me... It's basically, especially at the beginning, kind of like a show and prove. Like, I have to build trust mm-hmm. in a way that maybe you don't. Like, you still have to build trust with her. Yep. Um, but I think the way that I had to build trust with her was a little bit different. Because I'm, like, practically a stranger until I'm not. Right. Um, and, you know, I've... I take things very seriously. I Ooh, have capital. historically been a very serious person because I like to do things well. And I do understand the significance of raising children. Mm-hmm. And my biggest thing is I do not want to mess this up because I don't. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I never, I just always wanted things to be as smooth and as easy as possible. Right. So I did find myself like, you know, doing overtime and putting in a lot and like kind of, I I was going to say prioritizing Sine over myself. There's not a problem with that, but I do see how in some situations I was a bit extreme yeah. and to my detriment Yeah. in doing so. Um, and I do feel like, one, you know, when she was younger, she needed a lot more from us. Yeah. So there's that. And you can't get around that. And I, that's fine. But also I, I think about this sometimes, you know, during that stage, I was also like very insecure mm-hmm. in motherhood. Cause I'm like, one it's it felt kind of weird because I'm like people looking at me like, well, who the hell are you? <laughs> <laughs> who that is (laughs) so you know i've had to like work through some like insecurity stuff with that and then like also i think i probably projected a lot onto Mm -hmm. sine Mm -hmm. um just because i didn't ever want her to feel like i was trying to take anybody's place yes not trying to take your place your mom Mm-hmm. not trying to take her father's place that's dad mm-hmm. you know I just wanted my own place but you know I, I had to work and I had to fight for that place right um so I'm just happy that you know now she and I and we've always had a good relationship yeah. but I guess the distinction now is she's a bit older so we connect differently but also like I feel more comfortable and more confident like in my role as bonus mom. Yes, y'all. <laughs> and I feel like they little bond deeper than me is today, mom. I be like, mm, what y'all got going on no, over there? It's just different. <laughs> I bet y'all trying to exclude me. Could never. <laughs> would never. <laughs> but they do. They have cultivated such a beautiful bond together. And I, I really, sometimes, I be like, wow. 
y'all really trying to push me on out. <laughs> but I love it. I love it for her. I love it for you. Um, I love it for me. I love it for our family dynamic. And it's it's been a beautiful roller coaster ride. It's been fun. Like <laughs> at some point, I'm just like, I mean, now this was a long time ago when I was still my little insecure bit. Like, girl, what the hell is happening? <laughs> because bitch, I'm over here trying to raise myself. <laughs> I don't know how I'm really doing with that. <laughs> I'm over here mothering me. Okay. And then I got to, and I'm figuring and that I'm, out. Right. And and that, that's figure, a whole mm-hmm. thing. And I got to figure out another little human being who ain't even clear about who they are because their brain literally doesn't have the, the critical capacity. And looking at me like, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to try my best. Like, I'm not going to let you down, but I don't know what I'm doing for real. So I just got to learn to trust myself. Like, as I said before, like, I'm an intuitive person. So, like, learning to, like, trust my instincts and know that, girl, there is really no harm. No harm. And we all learning together. All learning together. So that's our next question. <laughs> what kind of mom are you? What kind of mom are you? I am two kinds of mom. <laughs> I am a overly loving mom. Just drown you in my love. Literally drown you. And I have to learn how to pull the tide back on that. And I am also the uh, authoritative mom. I am the mom of structure. Because children need structure. (laughs) They need structure. They need boundaries. They need to know how far they can go. And when they go too far, my desire is to pull them back in lovingly. Thanks to Shantae, I have learned to put that into practice more. Um, But in the beginning, you know, I would, you know, yanks in a bag in a kind of harsh way. But um, I am a overly loving mom. And that is just based off of my own mothering to myself. That makes me an overly loving mom to our baby girl. But then I'm also the authoritarian mom as well as like, we're going to have some structure. We're going to have some boundaries. We're going to understand how to operate. Systems are in place. Because systems and organization allows things to flow a little bit more smoothly in my book. I'm a Sag. <laughs> what kind of mommy are you? Um, I'm the gentle mom. I This is true. <laughs> this is very, very true. I'm the let me hear where you are, mom. What's your perspective? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I need to understand where you're at right now as to why you're doing what you're doing. Mm. And I need to know if you feel supported and if you have what you need. So I'm definitely the listener. Um, I'm the observer. Mm. I mean, you are too. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely an observer. Like, I notice things. I pay attention to things. Um. I am not as much of the authoritative p- 
parent, but I definitely do believe in um, structures, boundaries, communication, mm-hmm. accountability, <laughs> um, responsibility. You're going to be responsible for your actions. Yeah, but also love. You know, that's that's the name of my game. <laughs> yeah, it is it's true, and it's been a, a, a perfect balance to motherhood for us as we mother this you know young young lady because she's a young lady now and us being able to communicate and talk about our strengths and our weaknesses when we come to the table to discuss with Sine and advise Sine, you know based on where she is on any given day um we we bring balance to the foundation. The foundation ain't tilted because she is taking what I have to say at a higher rank because I'm, you know, mommy, mommy, and she's not taking, the, the foundation is not tilting in more of the favor of Shantae because Shantae is the easier mom and she kind of lets Sinead off the hook a little bit, you know, like, and Sinead like nice people and she will always, she will always venture over to niceness. <laughs> like, she do not like when people, or as she would perceive people to be not, not pleasant. She like, I don't like her because she ain't nice. And I'm like, well, what what makes her not nice? And she's like, because she be yelling. And I'm like, but is it constructive? <laughs> and she be like, I mean, yeah, but, like, I just don't like her. Like, I I like people that speak to me, you know, a certain type of way. Or I, so they like to be able to get away with shit, too. So, like, so she will go to Shantae for certain things that she won't come to me for. Yeah, and a few times she has been pleasantly surprised because <laughs> thinking like, "Oh, I'ma just uh, you what? No," I, and I think that hurt her more than if you were to say it because she looking like Shantae said no. You said that to me saying no, 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 which I've been proud of to see Bay kind of spin the block a little bit and kind of reroute every, everything in reason you know mm-hmm. like I'm a nice person just because like I'm a genuinely nice person like that's how I like to operate that's who I am mm-hmm. but I ain't no goddamn fool <laughs> now, let's be clear about it yeah. and I you ain't finna play with yourself like that thinking you could play with me like that I know so, we always reflect days back to Sine to make her see where she's not being truthful or where she's even trying to deceive her own self and then she's gonna try to bring that deception over here one thing you won't do is be a deceiver no what is that song you nothing but a liar a cheater a deceiver heartbreaker we won't let her be that no in no capacity so i think that's where the accountability and the responsibility that you make her you embody for yourself but then you also make her embody for herself and then I do too through my authoritative ways because if you do something well there's a consequence there's a consequence for what you've done well but if you do something that's not well there's a consequence for that and ultimately I mean no matter like what the immediate kind of response is to that mm-hmm. I think ultimately I just, you know, want her to go out into this world 
like understanding that her words, her thoughts, her actions have power. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that is the foundation from which you build and create and live your life. Yeah. Um, and I do think that a lack of accountability, a lot, a lack of self accountability is what have, what has a lot of people out in this world spinning in circles. Kind of buy you fucked up in the game. I was gonna say that. <laughs> see, we on the same way. I was gonna see that. Probably almost exactly like that. Got them out here fucked up. In the game. But, you know, since we were talking about motherhood and talking about Sinead, I was like, oh, maybe it's going to be kids listening to this episode. So I tried to, like, you know. But you know what? It is what it is. Um, We did say we were perfect. What does that even mean? We'll talk about that on another. We will. We'll talk about that on another episode. Um, So... Here we come with the next question. What's been the biggest surprise about motherhood? Oh, wow. So many things. I think the biggest surprise for me when it comes to motherhood is the different expressions of who your child is through the different ages of who they are. You know, because who Sine was when she was an infant was definitely not who she was when she was eight. And it's definitely not who she is as a new teen. And so just kind of watching her go through this metamorphosis and change has been a surprise. Because I always thought my baby was going to be frozen. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. Wanting to wear little sparkly shoes, wear dresses everywhere, always want to be under me. That's who I, you know, believe my baby to be. And my baby is a a little independent little firecracker that has this just amazing creative mind and is so articulate and just so such a real wound, real well rounded. And she's such a worldly person. And that shit has surprised me. <laughs> you know, like it's it's really it's it has surprised me as a mother to watch her kind of metamorphosize into all of these evolved expressions of herself. Cause child, I just knew my baby was gonna be wearing dresses with colorful tights and sparkly shoes with a brave wig on <laughs> oh that wig that she used to wear used to shred me up <laughs> oh but thank god for you auntie and tt because let the baby live like really let come on now <laughs> come on and daddy my daddy Cause he let them churn. He used to let them churn dress crazy, and then he sent me a picture. I'm like, what they wearing? <laughs> they gotta learn how to express themselves. Oh, he used to eat me up, y'all. Yeah, he used to be ate up. <laughs> <laughs> um, what has been your surprise? Well, you know, mine is. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> you laughing, but I was actually going to say, I think mine is a bit deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, short story. Okay. Um, for a very long time, probably since I was maybe a child or a teenager, um, I've always felt like I would be a mom to a girl. Girl baby. Girl child. Um, and you know, I had ideas about what that would look like or how that would come to be. Um and then, you know, you and Sine came into my life mm-hmm. and like a part of me was like, Oh, okay, well, you know, maybe Sine is that girl that, you know, I always felt like I would raise or be a mom to and she is Mm -hmm. but also the girl that I really needed to mother and Mm -hmm. nurture and love was always me Mm -hmm. and that was um I guess it was kind of surprising like Mm -hmm. at the time because I just always had you know different ideas about what that would look like um but as I really practice mothering myself mindfully and intentionally Mm -hmm. and um in a customized way right right, based on you know what I need and where I'm at um it's just continuously more and more clear to me that I have always been that girl so um you know, it just comes back to something that I mentioned earlier that motherhood is not necessarily about what you have, who you have created in your body. Right. You know, it really is about the nurturing piece. It really is about, I think, creativity. Because... Mm-hmm. I mean, operating from like the spirit or the energy of motherhood, mm-hmm. um, we do create, mm-hmm. we create businesses, you know, we execute on ideas. We, cause the household is a business. Okay. You know, we build things, we explore things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there are a lot of people who are, so well loved by you know themselves but also like other people Mm -hmm. like you know who are not their biological mom Mm -hmm. um you know a lot of people are blessed to have a lot of those people me in their lives um shout out to my nanny hey nanny (laughs) you know like godmothers and aunties and sisters and cousins and neighbors and teachers Mm -hmm. you know so many people can be a part of that role Mm -hmm. um with the ultimate goal of like nurturing and loving and supporting you being introduced to motherhood by nurturing and raising Sine has brought you Sine has been what you would call that reflector 
And she has reflected to you how to mother and raise and mature yourself. Yeah. She's been that for me, too. Truly. Truly. Because, wow, that baby girl inside of me. <laughs> the different ones, because it's different ones. Yeah. Child, they be like, girl, please pour into me. Because I'm over here lacking. <laughs> I'm over here without. So I definitely understand what you mean by that. And I think when we give our, get like what we said in our last two two questions ago, what we give and what we pour into ourselves opens up the space, or I would say not even the space, opens up the floodgates for us to be able to provide that same level of nurturing or more, you know, to our babies. So, yes, I definitely understand exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. And honestly, like, I just want to take a moment to say thank you to all of the moms, all of the mothers. Um, No matter how you came to be a mother, no matter who you mother, thank you. I know it's not the easiest thing sometimes, um, but... Thank you for sticking with it and doing your best and showing up when you're tired and hungry and stressed out. Um, you know, I just want to say thank you on behalf of whoever you may have sacrificed for. And I do encourage you to figure out ways, if you don't have them already, mm-hmm. to be your happiest healthiest self and to not feel guilty about doing that because the people that you mother will benefit from you being at your best very true very very true so we got any more questions so we we ran through the questions that's all of the questions would you like to add anything to this conversation right now Mm. The greatest, the thing that I would add, you know, for me is I'm just ready to see what this, what parenthood, because it is the hood, sometimes it be the hood sometimes, ooh, child, Um, I'm ready to see what this teenage experience of parenthood is going to offer up to me and how I guide and lead my baby girl through young womanhood into adulthood. I'm also excited to see what that will offer me to myself as I parent my my expression of my teenage self that still lives with me, that didn't get every single little thing that she needed or I was real entitled. But I was internally entitled. (laughs) Outside, I wasn't entitled, but inside I was. That she felt like she deserved (laughs) to see what, through my parenting of um, our baby girl, you know, what that is going to offer up to me and my teenage self. And then how that's going to spill out and water our family dynamic as we nurture this little girl because she gonna always be my little girl you'll always be my baby um to see what that's gonna offer all of us too 
So I'm excited to see what the parenthood is going to offer us in this teenage realm. Because it's sectors. We done made it through the the infantry and the adult, what, adolescent. Or is this the adolescent? Teenage. Still adolescent. At least for right now. Oh, okay. No, she a new teen. She she new to it, not true to it yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She new to this. She ain't true to this. We true to this, though. Girl, true. Tried and true. Okay. True, 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 true. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's that's what it is for me. That's my little ad, my little tidbit. Well, thank you. Thank Excited. You. Thank you for showing up today for the parenthood. The parenthood. We'll probably be back with some parenthood updates at some point. Yeah, some more Or some different regarding perspectives. Regarding the parenthood, different sectors of the parenthood. Yeah. So yeah. Um, what I would like for y'all to do is... You know, share with us what are your thoughts about parenthood, motherhood? What is your definition of a mother? Mm -hmm. Who are, you know, the mother figures in your life? And with some of the advice that you learned about parenthood or motherhood, you know, connect with us. Leave some Mm -hmm. comments. Mm -hmm. Um, Of course, share this episode with your tribe, your friend groups, your circles. So yeah, y'all so can y'all have can have discussions because it takes a it takes a village. Y'all heard me say I'm a communal baby. Yeah, I'm a communal baby. So that 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 tribe, my community raised me. My maternal family they they raised your girl up, and I love every single last one of them very much for what they invested into me. So gather with your girls. <laughs> gather with your mom friends so y'all can do that together and we'd love to talk to y'all about it as well because it's important and it matters because motherhood can feel very lonely yeah I think and I'm not gonna go too deep into it because I know we wrapping up but I think part of that is because like in some ways we have gotten away from like the idea of like the community mm-hmm is raising this baby the tribe is raising this baby and I think a lot of times parents mothers in particular put a lot of pressure on themselves Mm. to be perfect or to seem perfect or to like not be unfit or just having shame about like not knowing things Mm -hmm. so a lot of people do kind of isolate sometimes or like um just take on too much because there's literally no way we can know it all a lot of things we are presented with as parents, as mothers, like happens in the moment. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, necessarily a linear path. It's very squiggly. It's very <laughs> going back to the beginning, then you go on to the end, and you you whip it on back around and stuff. So yeah, yeah. But you know, like my sweet baby, baby said, connect with us. Share the episode. Leave y'all comments. <laughs> Tell us who y'all mamas are. You could shout out yourself as a mom. Okay. Like, what's something that you're really proud of on your motherhood journey? I would love to hear that. Because, girl, you doing a good job. 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 Yeah. For real. 
You're doing a great job. We're doing a great job. I'm doing a damn good job. Come on, bae. And I, I love afraid, the attitude. I'm not afraid to say that. I, I, that was actually one of my brags the other day. <laughs> it's like, what's something you could brag about this week? And I'm like, I'm a really good parent. Because I am. Is that a you good? Is your eye watering? It, it might be. <laughs> and you're a good parent, a great mom. Yeah. Y'all are great parents and great moms. So let's connect off some great mom shit. Shit. Okay. <laughs> we can start as a little mommy group. Okay. <laughs> just, just the more the merrier. Shit. I mean, and you know, I'm definitely open open to learning more and like, you know, just understanding things from different perspectives. So I'm really excited to see, you know, what we can learn from our tribe. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hi, T, honey, signing off. Until next time, be well. Be true. Be you. Be. Thank y'all for tuning into this week's episode. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and share with a friend. Also, be sure to follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Hi, T, honey. And we'll see y'all next time. Be well, be true, be you. Music by Shiver Bruce.